Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi De Dinero. October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You can wear it out when you're running errands. You can wear it out to the bar. You can wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk. And it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another wonderful, beautiful, amazing episode of the Parlay Vu podcast. We have a full squad with us today. Brian Castiglione, Jack Hockenjose, Anthony Alcino, myself, James Hockenjose. Alcino wasn't here last week, so we're going to start off the show with giving him a little window to give us his thoughts, comments, concerns about the conference title games. Small window. Tiny window. And also WWE's Royal Rumble. For you, right. sir. So a little recap of it. I'm sure I probably hit everybody else's points here. Uh, 49ers didn't have a fair shake at it. I'm going to combine what happened last week with like what we've heard this week. Brandon Ayuk running that mouth. Running it. Running it. Um, I understand that it was kind of shitty and that you didn't have a quarterback and that and that's the way the cookie crumbles. But my boy. You just got trounced, dude. You just didn't even you didn't even try in the second half. I understand he had one arm. I would have honestly put in Yuschek as the quarterback. They said he was the backup. Yeah. I would have put him in and been like, "Fuck it. If he throws five picks, it can't get any worse than right. than than, the than telling the Eagles we're going to run every play." You know, or I would have tried more stunts or hook and ladders or anything like that. So it, to me, it was like I understand that it was, like, really – the odds were really against you, but, like, it was, like, a give-up game. It's, at some point, it was just, like, all right, we're done here. We'll get him next year. And that's that's kind of shitty, but – Did you see Kittle mic'd up on the sideline? No. He was like, Brock, lefty? <laughs> and Brock's like, what? He's like, are you are you ambidextrous? And Brock's <laughs> like, no. He's like, all right. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're all – I feel like we all just gave up too easy. Like, if I'm – you know, I – I'm not saying Brock to throw a lefty, but I'm saying like Kittle's just like, hey, playing jokes, like no. Well, no. Right before he said that, the the TikTok that I saw starts with him talking to someone else on the bench, and he was like, "What?" and just roll over and die. He's like, "Nope, not once in my life." And then he walked over and said, "Hey, Brock, lefty." So it yeah. probably was when Josh Johnson went down, and they were talking about like not having rolling over and dying, yeah, which is like, what they did, but whatever. In my uh, heart of hearts, I want to believe that George Kittle never gives up because George Kittle is like a superhero to me. No, George Kittle, he's a really cool guy, and he likes wrestling, and that's a perfect segue to wrestling, except I started with this game. So next game, Chiefs <laughs> and Bengals. 
much more competitive game. Joe's still that guy, dude. Joe Burrow's still that guy. I think they're going to take a step back next season because they, they're going to lose some pieces, probably T. Higgins. That's my bet, but we'll get there down the road. Mahomes needed this one. And Mixon. Reports right. coming out they might drop Mixon. Really? I mean, Piron looks great. Yeah. And he yeah. took half the carries in the, in the game, so. Um, those, that, that, uh... Good. What was the warrant was the was the, the warrant, warrant was pulled. pulled yeah, it was, but now yeah. they're saying it might be back up. So it's still what are we doing? As of, what video, I heard this, yeah, you heard about they, this. They said he was like, I can shoot you if I want to, to the to the gun, oh, not to the gun. To the gun? <laughs> no, to the chick he was uh, pointing the gun at. I think I, he said something about like the first time or whatever. But he, he was mouthing off. You know. Yeah, bro. He was mixing it up on him. Athletes. Yeah. So wild that that's the same girl he assaulted the first time in college. Is it? I don't know. Oh. It would be that. No, that's. Oh, God. I too... thought you were telling me something. No, that's too. That would be weird. That's way too, too what? Real? <laughs> no, just too much of a coincidence, dude. Too much of a coincidence. Way too much of a coincidence. Sorry. Would it be a coincidence? Yeah, my like, I mean, you would domestically think, assaulted her once. Uh, yeah, no, but like, you would think that everybody he knows would be like, "Yo, stay f- towns away from her. Right? Don't go in the same area code. Like, don't. Oh, she wants to meet up. She's changed. You've changed. She misses you. Don't meet up with her. Yeah. So, I, it, for me, if that's the case, the people that he associates himself with are just not. They're not good enough. We're missing something there, but that's fine. Listen, dude, when you're that high on life, the entourage never helps. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is, uh, this is Anthony Alessino's um, logically sound advice. If you're a pro athlete, you're going to be recorded everywhere you go. So, like, don't point guns at people. <laughs> if you're just a dude in the gym trying to work out, you're going to get recorded. It, you don't even got to be a pro athlete. Right. Everyone, well, saying, there's a camera everywhere, no matter who you are. You know yeah, I mean? if you're in the public eye, there's always a cam- There's always eyes on. Oh, my God. You could be walking past a woman now and be like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. And they'll be like, you just touched her? You just touched her arm, and you're on camera, and you're caught. The new trend is that chicks just put out their, their camera in the gym, and they just, you know, record people who walk by and, you know, just have a look. <laughs> yeah, and then that's that guy, Joey Swole, just... Yeah, I love Joey Swole. ...stitches Joey, the video. He's goes, fucking great, that guy. This is a normal thing to do. You're being weird. Got a yeah, camera you're being and a ring weird. light in the gym. You're like, making it weird. But anyway, so Mahomes needed that one. Um, he's been in five... Right, five full seasons as quarterback, and he's never oh, yeah. had it less. He never made it less than a, than an AFC Championship game. Yeah, that's wild. Um, and then I have this one little statistic that I'll 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 read, and then. But this is about the Super Bowl, and I might get to the Royal Rumble. Chiefs. Re- oh, no, Chiefs this year are sixteen and three. Nope. Eagles yeah. this year are sixteen and three. Yeah. The Chiefs have scored 546 points. The Eagles have scored 546 points. The Chiefs have six All-Pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback. The Eagles have six All-Pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback. And they were both the number one seeds. Pretty competitive here. Pretty competitive. And then the last recap was the uh, Royal Rumble, which we really didn't talk about. And I well, I don't know how... We talked about it. You talked about it in depth and pretty... Bit. I mean, you know, we had Jack here. It was his first Royal Rumble, so we got okay. his All right. his dissertation I thought the it. women's was bad. I thought the men's was done pretty good. I'm hearing kind of like the opposite from from sources and people that, like, matter in this industry. Um, 
which is weird to me. But I think the women's was pretty bad, and I almost actually I think I did fall asleep. Right? I think I, I think I did. I don't know. I started I to snore. I think. I didn't anyway, fall asleep. um, the men the men's was pretty good. Uh, they absolutely blew the last number thirty with Nia Jax. Blew it. Blew it. Bray Wyatt was incredibly underwhelming, and he now may be the most overrated character or worker in WWE. Uh, that's a slow burn. It's a slow, slow burn, burn to what, though? I don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah, but if I you're saw, not... I saw a theory that the, the Firefly Funhouse characters are, are the schism. Yeah. You saw that? That's cool. Yeah, I'm okay with see. that. But these theories only go so far. We need to progress in, in this storyline here. You know what I mean? We've been saying um, this for months now. Cody winning was the right thing. And then basically now, moving towards this whole WrestleMania thing, it's getting tough now. I feel like they're forcing, they're, they're, they're pigeonholing themselves. And you know what happens when you pigeonhole yourself? They're putting themselves in a situation where the fans are going to clamor and they're going to want Sami Zayn to be the champion, like Kofi was, like Daniel Bryant was. And you're entering that, you're entering that territory now with Sami. And, yo... There would be nothing worse than ruining the moment where Cody does it for his family with booze. And that's what you're entering. Yeah, well, I think I said this on Thursday. You just do both. Headline both nights of WrestleMania. Split the belts. Yeah. Roman drops them both. That's fine. And fucks off and goes and takes time off. Goes, goes to Hollywood. Hollywood yep. Whatever he's going to do. Yep. So, yeah, that's basically a, a real rough recap of the, the past week that I missed, but uh, we can get right into it. All right, so the first thing that I wanted to bring Before up today, do go ahead. Quick, I just want to go to football real quick. I know this is really more for Thursday, but by then it's probably going to be over. Um, projected amount gambling-wise for the Super Bowl. ESPN had a report projecting there are going to be 50.4 million people who are going to bet on the Super Bowl this year, totaling out to $16 billion dollars. On Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> nice, dude. Given the new wager, like all the new gambling laws. All the new states it's legal like in. $16 billion. So you're not counting Super Bowl boxes. On the game loan. That is not. No, we're talking le- legal. We're talking, yeah. Yeah. And that's We're talking taxable income. We're talking taxable gambling. So. Just figured I'd throw that in. They need to legalize. They need to legalize weed. <laughs> and then just take all our money from us. <laughs> you know, we only pay property tax. To live in a house. We only pray, pray, play, pay. Um, Dude, are you going to be okay? Income tax to make money, right? And we only pay sales tax to, or anything we buy. Other than that, or recreational stuff like gambling and, and weed. Right? Well, wait, hold on. We'll be taxed too. Yeah. So there's nothing in this world that's taxed, that not that's not taxed. And our school systems and our roads are, or the things Awful. that are controlled by the government, our infrastructure are awful. Forget Republican and Democrat. Forget all that. It's just awful. Yeah. So you're telling me $16 billion <laughs> are being placed on a solo day that is taxable. One day. That is taxable. And we and nobody's going to see that money. No, not nobody. <laughs> Somebody will. But Out of the 7 just not your highways. Earned in this one year of 7 billion. Seven billion. I'm sorry. Billion. With a B. With a B. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, New York State is I mean, the expressway is kind of nice. Dude, I am <laughs> definitely good. wrong. I'm definitely no, wrong. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm definitely wrong when I say this, but here it goes. New York's, I know for a, this is a fact. The next part's not. New York State Lotto is meant 
for the public school system of New York. So the money that they make off of the New York State Lotto is supposed to be used for the school system. Why that is is a little crazy theory here. Just there, theory or fact? Because yeah, right now, right now I'm in the fact <laughs> spectrum. Now I'm going to jump to the theory Side spectrum. Go ahead. Jump back into the into yours. Okay, go ahead. Apparently, the reason the lotto money goes into the school system is to prevent the math curriculum from from teaching probability of winning the lotto. You understand? I just it's it's a little deep. That's hacky. So that's you're hacky. fucking. That's a reach, though. You know what I mean? Because we don't learn anything yeah, in school. Yeah, but two for reaching. Yeah, dude. We're we going to line. We two don't learn anything reaching. in school at all. So anyway, got number thirty. What I don't know for a fact is if reach. they use the gambling money for those same school systems, or they're saying no, the gambling money from DraftKings that we get, the free money we get for DraftKings being a business. Uh, is we're gonna like divide it by this, 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 but I know that school systems are heavily involved. You know what we don't learn anything in school systems, dude. If you learn, and I'm, now we're really diverting. If you learn taxes in school, you know, you know how much better off the world would be. Simple, simple, fundamental stock stock investments, not like fucking crazy investments. Like you know, you, you, you hit this the S and P five hundred, Roth IRAs, things like that, retirement funds. But they want people to. They want to. They want a gap between the rich and the poor. But what's, we're not. This is not that popular. What's the mitochondria? The power of the, the cell. cell. You gotta see in ninth grade, a baby be born from a random vagina, right? The miracle of life. You never saw this. Oh, okay. I have to see that, but I can't learn how to get my first job and how to file taxes for the first time. But I gotta see what it looks like when a baby is born from a vagina. How is that? Well, it's the only way. It's not the only way C-section. I, I guess, yeah. yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. Which is probably yeah, even right. worse. I don't think you can show that in school. But I'm saying, how, do, how is that possible? How is that possible that we learn those things? You just have to know, dude. Yeah, you just have to know. But anyway, that's great. $16 billion is great. $16 we, billion. We, we can't, I'm really happy for everybody. We can't get And to then it. everybody out of the $16 billion, that wins, Brian. Let's just say you win. And you're, you're part of the $16 billion that bet. You're part of the, let's just say, $5 billion that win. You also have to pay tax on that money if you win. Right. Love it. Anyway, what were you saying? Fantastic transition. Segways are fun. What I wanted to say, this is something that's been bothering me for a while now, and I can't remember if I said it way back when, a month or so ago, two months ago. But I'm going to say it again because it came back up again. I am so fucking sick of the nobody believes in us team who everyone believes in like i so i don't know if i brought this up with georgia but after the national championship game after they hung up fucking 70 on tcu one of the linebackers is out there in, in the post game like oh they said we couldn't do it no one believed in us we're playing that mantra over the, you just dominated college football last year, won the whole thing last year, preseason favorites to win it this season. Between last season, this season, and next season, you got damn near 30 guys going to the NFL on the team. But nobody believed in us. They said we couldn't do it. Really? We're going to do this? Here's my next example. The Kansas City Chiefs are now a team that are trying to pull this nobody believes in us narrative. Nobody thinks we can get it done. For the five years Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, hosted, not been to, hosted five consecutive AFC title games, went to three Super Bowls, won one of them, playing one of them this weekend, 
Every year for the last five seasons, they've been, if not the preseason favorite, one of the two or three preseason favorites to win the Super Bowl at the start of the year. And now because Miko Hardman's banged up and Juju Smith-Schuster's banged up, you're going to tell me nobody believes in us and we're going to push this narrative? No, dude. I want the nobody believes in us narrative from the 2007 Giants. This is like akin to Georgia one, specifically even the Chiefs is akin to, like, the 2012 Miami Heat coming out after they won and saying, no one thought we could do it. We've been proving doubters wrong since day one. No, you're the best team in the fucking NBA for two seasons now. I buy it. I buy what you're saying. So this is just a, a thing that pisses me off. The reason that I thought to bring it up today was because NBA All-Star teams are finalized now, right? And what's the number one thing everyone likes to talk about? Snubs. Snubs. All-star snubs. Very good. Is bullshit to me. It's snubs are bullshit, bullshit to me. Yeah, yeah. There's 24 spots. There's 24 oh, spots. It's the for the... That people are making it's for the... Like, James Harden tweeted the disrespect. My guy, you missed 16 games? 17, almost 20? You cannot miss 20 of the first 41 games and be mad when you don't make an all-star team. You have to play. There's 24 spots. It's and this is if Rosillo kind of went on a, a similar rant where he said it's supposed to be hard. Like it's supposed being an all star is supposed to be hard. It's not like the sixth grade fucking science fair where everyone gets a blue ribbon. You know, not everyone can go. There's 24 spots. There's probably arguably 34 to 40 very good players in the NBA right now. Not everyone can fucking go. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Everyone who doesn't get in has to talk about how they were disrespected. But the problem is the NBA makes puts money on the line with that kind of stuff. Right? So if you're – I know now All-Star isn't All-Pro, but at the end of the year when they do their selections, if you're, if you're left off that team, you're qualified for less money than a full max, which is kind of fucked up. Oh, if you make the All NBA team, yeah, yeah, but you yeah, don't yeah. have to be an All Star to make the no, All NBA no, team. No, 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 no. I mean, let's see. First of all, the fans vote in the fucking top ten. All NBA team is harder because no, there's way only harder, there's yeah. only six guards, six forwards, and f- three centers. Not even centers get fucking absolutely was theoretic theoretically. Yeah, they don't even have a. It's well, really well, just the All Pro teams are guard, 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 guard forward, yeah, center. Yeah. No, I think they changed it to guard, 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 forward, forward, but the forward can be a center. Forward slash really? center. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure. I just um, forget about that, that whole position. Well, in reality, it, I don't want to say it doesn't exist anymore, but it's, you know, oh, kind of not many all star centers. No, is that the center the, is, it's like three, three great ones. Well, it's like they count, they count Giannis as a center. I have a piece. The really? center in the NBA is no longer it's not a C it is a bigger forward now because it does not matter anyone who can play forward can play three of the forward spots on the floor Gary Payton played center for the Warriors when he was on the fucking Warriors Giannis is playing center Giannis that's what Hawkins is saying what is Giannis uh, he's a small forward listed as is it a small forward he can play any position on the court I think they list him as power forward center but Tatum Durant Donovan Mitchell. Tatum is listed as a center. No, 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 no. I'm going oh, I'm going through the all-star list. The all-star starters. Hold on. Name these guys. I'm going to tell you their heights. I'm gonna, and we all know their game. Go ahead. Tatum. 6'8", so, 6'9"? Six, six, Probably 6'10". Six, six, no, I'll you think? 6'8", 6'9". Durant. Durant's 7 feet four. tall. Yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell's small. 6'2". Six, six, 
Donovan Mitchell? Listed at 6'3". He's 6'1", 6'2". Oh, yeah. But Kyrie Irving. 6'2". Six, maybe 6'4". No, Kyrie's 6'2". Giannis, 6'11", 7 feet tall. They all deserve to be starters. I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. The West is... See, here we go. Zion Williamson. 6'6". Fat Boy hasn't played. Right. Fat Boy hasn't played, but he's a starter? Mm-hmm. He's not even going to be there out. to play. Yeah, he's out. He's done. He's not even playing. Luka. Six foot seven point guard. He's the best player in the world, though. But Steph Curry. Six foot three. He's hurt, though, right now. He's Just hurt. got hurt. Out. Yeah. He's out. Uh, Jokic. Yo- yeah, seven foot. The only true center in the NBA. Well, Besides no. Joel Embiid. Okay. Excluding Joel Embiid. Do <laughs> keep, keep going. LeBron. Six foot nine. All right, now with the reserves. Reserve. Pop quiz for height. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Here, here are the reserves for the both. Oh, here we go. Uh, Eastern Conference. <clears throat> Jalen Brown. Six foot five. But is he no. deserve? Is he deserving though? Yeah, I, I think so. Two. Joel Embiid. Seven yeah. foot tall. Deserving. Uh, DeRozan. Six 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 seven. I, I don't know. The Bulls suck. Randall. Six sure. Yeah. Randall's like six nine and like. Yeah, he deserves it. My boy, my boy Drew. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's an all star. He was last year too. Yeah, he was last year too. He's sick, dude. Drew Holiday's a very good point guard. So he, he does his role. He's well. probably top five. He's like six four. in the NBA. Because he plays defense. Nobody plays defense. <laughs> Fuck his defense. Apparently, he can shoot now too. Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is nice, dude. Yeah. Six, I think 6'5". Bam Adebayo. 6'10". And then... Weird. Another weird set, guy who plays center. Well, they're calling him a forward. Uh, he's called a forward. And then this guy, too. So, we're, I'm going to go through the Western quick. Uh, SGA. Sean Gilders Alexander, like 6'5", six, 6'4". Six, six, Lillard. 6'3", deserving. They're, so deserving. they're calling Paul George uh, a guard, but... Again, another thing that's... He came into the league as a shooting guard. He did, but... What, how tall is he? Like 6'8"? 6'10". Yeah, he's, he's a big boy. Uh, Laurie? 7-footer. What is he? Laurie Marketing. You know what, yeah. What's crazy? He's a 7-footer. He played fucking center when he started his career. Jaron Jackson Jr. 6'8", not deserving. That guy... First of all, that guy didn't even fucking start the season. That guy no, didn't start playing until halfway through. I know. So why the fuck... James, you're right. This is a fucking load of horse shit. Why the fuck does he deserve the spot when it, he doesn't play half the fucking games? And oh, and Edwards isn't on this list. Um, oh yeah, Sabonis. Six, ten, six, eleven. He's had a great year. Sabonis having a good year. And the last guy, and then we'll just say we'll just segue right into it. John Morant. John Morant. John Morant, you fucking asshole. Okay. Settle I'm, I'm down. don't know much about what's going on with the John Morant. I told you what I know, but... Wait, 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 wait. What do you say? If you're a professional athlete, there are cameras on you every day. Welcome back to Gangster you know or Not happened? Gangster. I do know what happened. Okay, so what happened then? Because So... John Morant. I was reading a New York Post report, which I'd rather take it from Jack than the New York Post. John Morant got into an altercation. His friend, who was sitting next to his dad courtside at an Indiana Pacers game, got into got kicked out by the refs, okay. got ejected from the game, and had an altercation with the Indiana Pacers at some point. And then Duar- the- Duarte wasn't it Duarte? Um, I don't have names. Yeah, I think so. Duarte. or Duarte, however you say his name, Chris Duarte. Chris Duarte. Chris Duarte. Okay. Um, said something. To T. Morant, 
Team like like okay. shot up or something like that. Team like Team Moran. What Team the Moran. fuck are we doing, game, baby? Bro. Anyway, later when the Indiana team, I believe they were playing in Memphis, which, which is the only way this story makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. The Indiana Pacers travel team, like the bus, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. A slow moving SUV was that jaw was in. That jaw was that jaw was in. That jaw was sitting in. Was slowly following them with a red laser trained on the bus. And players on the bus believed the gun was involved. The NBA launched an investigation and said that they could not confirm any weapons. Yeah, how the fuck could you? How do you investigate that? Well, they said they interviewed. no eyewitnesses, whatever, the, you know, this yeah, and that. but no one's Here's, looking out for that, and yeah, I don't know. DeMar DeRozan, born and raised in Compton, California, grew up around gang activity and gang violence his entire life, stayed committed to basketball, lost friends to gang activity, made it to the NBA, became a pretty good, solid, above average. Definitely. We'll go down in history. Humble. NBA career, good guy, stays out of the headlines, never hear anything about him, real poster, right, poster boy for the league. Sauce Gardner, born and raised in, from what I understand, a bad area in Detroit. I think he's from right around Seven Mile Road, Mm -hmm. I think. Don't quote me on that. Same thing, comes out of a rough neighborhood, becomes a pro. We saw his little piece on Twitter about it. Richard Sherman, another man born and raised Kawhi in Compton. Leonard. Born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Dad shot dead at the car wash due to gang activity. Same deal. Like, John Morant, born and raised in the South Carolina suburbs, went to a private high school, then went to Wichita, right? Was he from Wichita? Murray State. Murray State. Murray State. Murray State. Then gets to Memphis, and now all of a sudden he's a gangster, bro. Now all of a sudden he's hard. What are we doing? You went to Crenshaw. That's a private school. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. I don't know why there is like the need to be cool and fit in or act a certain type of way. I don't. I don't understand. This it. is like straight out of. Sorry to cut you off. That old story arc from one of the two Ks like six, seven years ago. Remember where you're the main character and you have the the friend. That the team doesn't want you to hang out with. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. literally that storyline come to life, dude. Like, and that guy, the friend, I forget his name, banned from games at uh, the Memphis Arena for a year. Right. Do you like? Obviously, none of us grew up in a neighborhood nearly as bad as those guys. Not but close. But but close. I have it on good authority that when you're a top athlete like that in a bad neighborhood, for the most part, they leave you alone because. They, people tend to want to see gangs leave you alone because people tend to want to see success come out of their neighborhood. No, you got a future, right? So they tend to they tend to leave you alone. Dude, now I'm not block. saying I'm not saying that Demar Derozan wasn't involved or or like didn't see some shit. I'm not saying right. that. I'm saying, but for the most part, when they see talent of Demar Derozan's nature, they're kind of like, go get it, kid. Like, you know, reach for the stars kind right. of thing. So when you do get to that point, there's a tremendous difference between sharing the wealth back with the community in a positive way or then you know the the the, the reverse to it is job ja, where it's like 
Now you're acting like some like it just right. It just feels weird. It just feels like this is something that you should not be preaching. And if it was something that was like, if you really were involved or whatever, whatever, right? Like back then, let's just say Ja, like you'd want to be not involved now. Like that's the whole gimmick behind success, I guess, right? Yeah. In a weird way. The thing that confuses me, and this is more from like an outside looking in, because I'm not really as tapped into the NBA as you guys, but from an outside looking in, it feels like John Moran has become more of a character over these last few months. I feel like. Yeah. Like he's becoming more in the headlines for negative face. reasons. Well, I wasn't even going to say that. I'm in more of like, it seems like he's low key been the face of the NBA for at least this year so far. He's close. Is that like to disagree? I mean, you got the thing popping off with Shannon Sharp. I don't even know what the hell happened there. But that was like no, that was Brennan, yeah, Brennan Clark. But he was involved, yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, that wasn't. The it's still, it's the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies. Okay. It's just the Grizzlies as a, as a whole. You know, it's weird. It is weird. And it's John Morant's also twenty three years old, so he's a kid. I get it. Oh, I'm talking, you know, but yeah. it's, it's like it, listen, no, coming from like the same, I would say, same area of age. I don't, I'm not going to say I get it because I'm not a professional athlete, but I understand why. I understand why we're doing it. No, you don't. And I'll tell you why you don't. Because I don't think in any situation or facet of your life you would let, – let's just let's just say it was real for a second. I don't think in any situation you would hold a gun to somebody. No, I would let's not. Say, let's not. say there was no it's, guns it's involved. You were decision. still knowingly tracking down, stalking the Pacers team bus – and making it seem like you had a weapon aimed at them. You were Other, what you were in, it was an intimidation act. You're it putting, was an act of intimidation. But for it was what, like, though? That's my point. Either way, whether a gun was involved or not, this is still an intimidation tactic, a scare tactic, like a street tactic. Some, this has got nothing to do with basketball. Right. So what, fucking Duarte told your dad to shut up because he's shooting his mouth off? And say it was a real gun. And you fire, and you fire that off. And you make headlines and ruin your career at 23 years old for every single wrong reason possible. Yeah. Does that make sense? None of it make none of it to the casual fan or the diehard. We'll say casual basketball fan, right? Or diehard fans, right? Nobody looks at us. Nobody looks at Ja after this and goes, "Yo, that man is so gangster. Yo, he's so cool. I gotta get a Ja jersey because he's so hard, bro." And nobody on the court's like, "Dude, you pointed a gun." Last week, I'm afraid that you if you drive on me now, I'm going to get shot. I'll just let you score. Like, nobody feels that way. Everyone's like, dude, you're making a fool of yourself. You wanna know, like, it's it's fucking of, clown shoes, bro. It's like Gilbert Arenas, dude. No, Gilbert, no, but Gilbert hard, Arenas bro. was about that shit, Gilbert bro. Gilbert Arenas was about Gilbert Arenas openly about brandished a weapon in the locker room. Nah, dude. dude. Gilbert was game, yeah, we were bro, in the parking dude. Lot. Gil- what? No, we Gilbert brought it into the facility and aimed it, dude. Like, no, Gil, you weren't around for Gil, dude. You Agent was, Zero, man, yeah, dude, was nah. about that shit. He was shit. about it, dude. That guy was about it. You just, and you we're were laughing it. about it now, but this is kind of case in point. Like, Gilbert was actually about that shit. Like, a man thought they were going to be shot. And we're talking about it like, nah, dude, he was actually hard. But he when was. it's also a bad fucking thing to talk about. No, no. You know? I, I'm not but saying no. it's a good thing. But, no, you know. no, 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 not at all. It's not condoned, but it, I, it's a stupid fucking decision. I think we all agree on that, no? Do you think, and now I'm going to get fucking really dark for oh, no reason oh. on this podcast. Let's but here go. We go. Drag right? it down. Do you think, 
Aaron Hernandez when he was on the football field, right? And he tackled somebody or somebody hit him hard or somebody said some shit to him on the field. There were reports in that documentary that they released for ESPN that he would say to people like wild shit, like, well, I don't see you after, after, you know, after the game, homie, you're getting popped or whatever. Crazy shit like that. He, there were reports that he said shit like that to athletes, right? Out of 30 athletes, he said it to. You think any athlete was like, hey, he's actually going to shoot me? Right. My man was a killer. <laughs> My man was a stone cold killer. And I just feel like, why are we playing games? Why are we messing around? Why are we doing something that's, you know, it's just no need in, in, a, in a situation like job. Let it, like, just be an athlete. Right. Be positive to the community, whatever community you came from, whether it's a, a, a community that, you know, is gang-related and, 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 you know, or or the suburbs of South Carolina. It doesn't matter. Be positive in that community, and let's just move forward. The only thing I'll say is when you give an 18-year-old, and I say 18 because he was the number two draft pick. Yeah, 19, 18. 19. When you give him that much money, and then he signs an extension, and now he's got a, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it because he's a great basketball player, but the abundance of money that you give guys, like, yo, it cha- it could easily change the mind of a 22-year-old that doesn't know any better. And when you go from being, you know, this this cute little story out of Murray State. Yeah, Murray State to, underdog to top player to, in the NBA. To the number two draft pick to very quickly, like for real, even better than we may have thought. Now people talking about him maybe being the face of the NBA, and now you take this Memphis team. Now every time Ja plays, it's box office. Right. When he plays, they crush teams. When he doesn't play, they, they it's like some staggering record when he's not on the court. And then you get all the money, and everyone hates Memphis. Yeah. Like Memphis is one of the most hated teams in the NBA yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. So all of these things together, and you're 23 years old, you put the chip on your shoulder, then maybe you got some people in your circle that might not have what's best for you in mind because they didn't put in the work and it's not their story they're just riding this around with 100% you this is 100% of my opinion but if you meet anybody who's in your close circle after you get paid or you're on a or you're on a national level of attention you really 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 got to be careful right. who's who's actually in it for your interest you know 100% I, mean? I think this guy's a day one guy though who was on the four on the? I, would think, so I think that's too. like his day one boy. Could be, which is worse. But you, yeah, no, I, you know, then look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take a, I'm gonna veer left for a second. Just want to say this one sentence, two sentences, and then you guys, whatever. It is amazing how good LeBron James is for as long as he's been good, yeah. and not just talent, but bro, you handed you this kid at 16 years old was told you might be the next Michael Jordan, and he was like. Bet. 20 years later, he was the next Michael Jordan. Right. And never got into trouble. Never. Like, it is. I can't fathom it. I, I can't know. fathom that somebody got that much money at so young he and is, that much hype is, and delivered in every single facet. He is one game away. One or two games no, he's gonna away. No, th- he's going to break it tomorrow. He's the best scorer of all time. No, he's going to break it Thursday. He's going to break it Thursday. Right. One game. He's already the greatest scorer of all time. He already averages the third mo- most points per game ever. He's a passer, but... And he is... <laughs> and he is number four in assists all time. Well, he is number four in assists all time. He is number nine in three-pointers all time. Yep. Yeah, it's fucking... Top ten in three-pointers all time. I was time. on the NBA Broken, subreddit today. Broken shoot until halfway that. through his career? Yeah. I mean, he, he could be... You know, he's not that great of a free throw did you guys? Did you guys hear JJ? Yes, I, I did. Yes, I, I watched that clip. That was crazy. 
week had a segment. The question was, is <laughs> is is LeBron James an all-time scorer? Dog, 89 away. Yeah. You view LeBron as an all-time great scorer. You know, it's weird. I kind of don't. It's really interesting. I, so just, I just want to point a couple things out. So LeBron James, we can talk about his longevity, and that's part of the reason he's breaking this record. He's got the fifth highest career scoring average all time in the NBA. Jordan is first, 30.1. Wilt just behind him, 30.07. The next three, Elgin Baylor, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. LeBron is 0.06 points per, behind Kevin Durant and 0.14 points behind Elgin Baylor. So he's essentially one of the three greatest all time scorers by scoring average. By scoring average yep. is not a, just a longevity thing. Better career shooting percentage from two than Kevin Durant. Better than Jordan. Ninth all-time in threes. On top of that, he's fourth all-time in assists. Yeah. I, I just The constant narrative about nitpicking things with LeBron, most of them are just not factual. LeBron James is not clutch, right? That's another thing that people bring up all the time. Remember early in his career, he, he would just, just keep, make the right play and kick to his teammates when he was double teams? These, he just keeps breaking these narratives one by one. Play-by-play tracking era started in 1996-1997 season. LeBron James has the most clutch time points ever. He's got over 2,600. The only other player with over 2,000 clutch time points is Kobe. LeBron James, second most game-tying or game-winning shots inside the final minute of fourth, the fourth quarter overtime. Kobe is number one. They're the only two guys that have more than 80. Kobe has 88. LeBron has 81. LeBron James has five game-winning buzzer beaters in the playoffs, the most ever in NBA history. I don't know where people are coming up with these. LeBron James, is he an all-time great scorer? No, he is the all-time greatest scorer. Yeah, I don't know. Is LeBron James clutch? Well, he, you could make the argument he's the most clutch player ever. <laughs> First take last week had a segment. So that's the stat I was trying to find for you was the clutch. That's clutch. the old man in the three, J.J. Reddick. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the stat I was trying to find for you, but I'm glad he brought it up on there, was the clutch factor since they started tracking the play since 96. It's just, that's wild. Him and Kobe. And then argument people are going to make is that, oh, they recorded it back then. Well, they if fucking man had dick, should be my uncle, you know? like He doesn't break the record tonight, though. Tonight, you think he does? No, he does not. No. Well, I was going to get to that, but I guess we could just talk about it now. Plus 240 to get it tonight. How many? 36. Thursday night on TNT, on national basketball, on national television, rather. They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks, which is the team that drafted Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So this is why it's like the perfect story for him. Interesting. 100%. I mean, I believe if he has to, and in, in the flow of the game, he could break it tonight. Mm-hmm. But... He could wind up with, like, 29, and then we're talking about, you know, he'll break it in the fucking first seven minutes of the game. It's exactly how it's going to happen. He's going to break it in the first first or second, probably the first quarter of Thursday night's game, and they're going to stop the game and give him the Curry treatment, which is fine. Like, you know, he waved to fans. They they, they took the ball to court. There's a lot of things that they had to do. Yeah. I think they might even swap. I don't. I don't know for a fact, but I, I don't think Curry take his jersey off. And I don't remember. Get thrown a new jersey. I don't remember. But all that shit goes to the basketball hall of fame or whatever, whatever. So that's fine. They're not doing that tonight. The prestige of the o- Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> compared to the Milwaukee Bucks 
with Giannis on the floor with him? Yeah. Bro, stop. <laughs> Man, he's like, I'll hold on. Imagine he scores the point to close the gap. He scores like the 37th point tonight to close the gap. Lakers are down by three with 30 seconds left to oh the Thunder. God. <laughs> and that's when he breaks it. That's what I'm like, saying. We got to fucking that's stop that. the game. Tonight and then they goes, lose. Tonight he goes, without <laughs> a doubt, tonight he goes 28-8-8. Eight, eight. Without a doubt. I Mark it. Mark, put, put me down fucking for it. Fucking bet it, dude. Exact. I, listen. Exact they, points, exact rebounds, they, exact assists. Bet it. They dropped the number to 130 tonight. For what? For him to break it? Mm-hmm. It was plus two forty. Uh, we're we're talking one plus one thirty to score thirty six. What's no, dude? I'll take the no. I'm taking the no. Minus, give me minus two hundred. I'll take the no. I think it's minus three hundred for him to break it Thursday night. Yeah, great. He'll break. Yeah, he'll do that. He'll do that. You want to pony up for it? <sighs> what else we got? New York City's latest superstar. Has left the town. The Brooklyn Nets late mm. Sunday evening sent Uncle Drew Kyrie Irving on his way to Dallas for Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a 2029 first-round pick, and two second-round picks. I don't know the years on them. It's reports that the Nets are trying to figure out a way to work it to parlay Dinwiddie and picks into Fred Van Vliet. But obviously, this is probably a conversation for Thursday's show on what they do. Currently, they have Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a first-round pick. Kyrie's going to Dallas. Before we even get to the Dallas end of this, Sean Marks, dude, GM of the decade so far. (laughs) This man has found a way to turn Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving into Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Spencer Dinwiddie, a player who they had originally, Dinwiddie, yeah, yeah, on the Nets. A they gave up. Okay, yeah. but to be fair, Kyrie didn't make that easy for right. Sean Marks. He was like, I'll make this miserable and for you. We all got on, I think we probably even donate, donated, dedicated a little time of it on this show last season to James Harden, kind of getting after him a little bit for like forcing your way just to force your way back out. But maybe James Harden deserves the attaboy on this one. For just seeing, reading between the lines and being like, this Kyrie shit is weird, bro. It's like, I'm I'm, I'm on the wrong side of 30. I'm not trying to play with this guy. I don't want Kevin Durant to, like, mean tweet me. That's why I'm like, you know. He'll do it from a burner. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to. You could have, he just could have, and, and this is why I wore this today. Because you could have just been your own person way back when. Left the Warriors, been your own person, and said, I'm going to the Knicks, Kyrie. Cut your bullshit out, all right? Do whatever you want to do. You go to the Nets. I don't care where you go. I'm going to go to the Knicks. And at a fucking absolute worst-case scenario, it wouldn't have been worse than this. Right. I know for a fact that the dumpster fire the Knicks are, they wouldn't. It, Durant would not have requested a trade as quick as he did from the Nets. I know for a fact. Which is weird. That whole thing is weird. And RJ like, would have been way like better Steve off. Steve Nash. He wanted Steve Nash outed. But Kyrie and Durant are the ones who fucking put Steve Nash there in the first place. The reason that these players came to Brooklyn is because Brooklyn displayed a winning culture and ability to make basically a playoff team, right? Do they yeah, make a playoff team with who? Why yeah. can't? Why is his name Kenny Atkinson? Yeah, Kenny Atkinson is a good coach. Is, was a good coach. Kenny Atkinson's a good coach. 
and D'Lo and whoever else they wound they up had having. They a lot of good roles. These role pieces. Players. They had a solid team. They blew it up. They basically gave Jared Allen away for nothing. Jared right? Allen was great. Great for them. for them. Gave him up away for fucking DeAndre Jordan. We get Durant. We get our Kyrie Irving in. First thing they want to do is get Kenny Atkinson out of here. This guy coaches us too hard. We don't like it. Get Steve Nash. We've played in all-star games with him. He's, he'll, <laughs> he's he'll, cool. He'll probably be one of the boys, you know. I, we see him down at, at first take in the offseason. He's one of the guys. And now, fucking less than a calendar year later, Durant's like, it's me or Nash. <laughs> fucking right after he signed the extension. It's, you got to trade me or, my man, you want to get traded now that we just signed you? Right. You're committed for four more years. <laughs> now you want to go? Got four words for you, bro. Diva of the decade. Durant or Kyrie? Oh, yeah. No, Kyrie. No, Kyrie. No. Yo, you weren't really uh, you weren't really into basketball at this time, but the Brooklyn Nets always have a way of like just being like, I'm gonna go so nuclear all in to where it doesn't work. Here's here's one, right? I'll give you one. I know you you, you, you yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they traded with the Boston Celtics. Listen, you give us everybody that's good over 35 years old, and I'll give you every piece of the future that I hold. Then the Nets didn't win, and they went and they're like, all right, we'll turn these two picks around. Let's see. Uh, all right, we'll take this guy Jalen Brown, and then we'll take uh, Jason Tatum. Those are the picks that they got when they gave up an 107-year-old Kevin Garnett and 108-year-old Paul Pierce. And I think they gave up Jason Terry, too. Yeah, and uh, who was that, like, weird, big, like, swing big kind of a guy that the Nets traded to at the time? He had, like, a big contract, so he was, like, always getting moved around. You know who I'm talking about, yeah, right? Toronto. He was, like, could kind of play a little bit of three, four, five. For sure, four, five. He was, like, a big contract. I forget who I got I can't remember. I'm going to anyway. try to pull it up. But also, I think the Nets' same team, or maybe a little bit after that, go fucking all in on Joe Johnson at 39 years old or whatever. It's right? wild. Like, it's wild. And the Knicks just get, there's just forever, there's like a smear campaign on the Knicks. We're like, fuck the Knicks because they're not going all in to fucking fail. I don't get it. Bro, it's fucking James Dolan, dude. Yeah. Jimmy Dolan, he's ban me from the garden if you want, Mr. No, D, okay? I don't know, I haven't been there me. since the Celtics playoff series, uh, no, the Pacers playoff series in 2012 when Roy Hibbert just fucking dominated us on the low block. I don't Knicks think I've been there since then. We're day. never within 10. I haven't been there to a Knicks game. Ban me, dude. Do us all a favor and sell the team. Rangers, Knicks, Garden, Cablevision. Sell it all to Bezos for $20 billion. But why and do you, fuck why, off and why play do you your say kazoo, that, dude. That's a weird narrative. That's I'm no, you're all a weird, weird narrative you're all weird here, dude. because this is what I'm saying. Well, the last straw for me was fucking Oak, dude. Yeah, no, Oak is that's banning Oak from fuck, the garden. No, Oak, is pissed me off. Oak is fucked it's up. It's pretty much as close as it can be to a known fact without actually being known fact. Very, very highly regarded speculation. Correct me if I'm wrong. That LeBron in 2010 didn't come because of him, in part. At least, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then oh, they it. just disguised it with the fact that they wanted to bring Bosch along too and the Knicks couldn't afford it. But it was pretty much like LeBron was never going to come play for fucking Dolan, dude. He's like, yeah, playing in the Garden's fun four no, times I a year. It. I get it. Here's the, here's the Knicks' two biggest problems. 
Dolan's kind of out of the equation at this point. He's not really. He's not saying anything. He's not. He's just being quiet. And they just don't have a the best team. It's just how it is. They just never can get that piece because no, they don't want to trade and drain all their assets, and nobody wants to come and play for them. Sign. The other big thing is, and I don't want to take credit for this. I heard this on ESPN Radio. It's so amazingly, shockingly, unbelievably funny how the Clippers come to town, right? They go up. Any team that comes to town plays backs-to-backs, Knicks and Nets, right? Paul George Kawhi, play against the Knicks, rest against the Nets. Every team that goes into Madison Square Garden wants to put on at MSG. They're like, world's most famous arena. I got to drop a 40-piece tonight. They go to the Barclays Center, and they're like, this place sucks. And they just don't perform the way they... Yeah, we saw this It's, but we it's saw like this like last week with it's the forever. Lakers. The Lakers were playing the, the Nets on Sunday. LeBron's like, muscle soreness. Mental health day. Yeah, mental health day. They're then like, in the Garden, gonna... he's like, I would never miss a Mecca trip, 36 dude. minutes, dude. How yeah. About, how about... How is that even... How is it like... Where is the home field advantage there, dude? Like, holy shit. Every night, they get the best... Everyone's like, it all, like... Oh, we're in the yeah. Mecca, and they're playing the best ball they they're can like, of their we'll lives. Tonight, and we'll go to Milwaukee tomorrow. Yeah, then in Milwaukee, I'll sit the fuck out with the uh, migraine. Yeah, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> there's you know gonna be funny? some. There's gonna be some 11 year old kid whose family saved up. They didn't go on a family vacation for three years, so that way his son could see LeBron in Milwaukee. And LeBron's like, you know what? Ankles a little tight. <laughs> My toenails <laughs> a little long today. I'm out. Got a hangnail, you know? I ordered fucking. Room service last night. Came late. They brought me honey mustard instead of barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck the city of Milwaukee, dude. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> you know what's funny? Because we, we're talking about the Mecca. Everyone wants to play there. I, I, I got a hot take. D'Angelo Russell is the exact opposite of that. D'Angelo Russell, primetime, dude? Nah, I'm not for it. D'Angelo Russell in a shit fucking arena. Oh, let me guess. You yeah, took dude, up your prize pick? Here's, here's 40 and 12 for you. How about that? No, I'm not talking about prize pick. I'm just saying in general. When D'Angelo Russell was on the Nets, dude, great. Love it. Guess where he is now? Minnesota. Who gives up? The fuck? land of the bums, yeah. dude. Minnesota is where bums go bum. to play. See, the Knicks Thursday will trade four first future first round picks and RJ Barrett for fucking Carl Anthony Towns. And then that's it. I burn this and it's over. And I get a fucking giant Shake wheel, and I spin Shake it. Shake my hand. I'm absolutely done. I promise you, if they, they do something stupid, I'm done. It's a left-handed shake. That's no good. No, it's okay. You can do, I'll do fucking both. <laughs> it's done. Nah, dude, what one stupid what trade, it's over. What they're going to do is trade, like, Fournier and a couple of picks for Zach Levine. They're not doing that, dude. Yeah, they are. The Bulls are not doing that. The yeah, Bulls are a great franchise. Yeah. They're not doing that. What? Oh, here, take my best player for a guy who doesn't, who uh, literally is a fucking... He's not their best player. Zach Levine? I don't think he's the Bulls' best player. Oh, he's, he's definitely... Better than DeMar DeRozan? He's close to DeMar DeRozan. He's better than fucking Cam. No, what's the point guard's name? Kobe White? Kobe White. No, that guy's a bump. That guy's a bump. Bro sits behind the best Evan Fournier is a traffic cone, dude. He Evan Fournier was big the other night. Huge, huge the other night. Seventeen. You know what he called it? He's so he was so huge. They interviewed him after the game, and he said, "This is a one night stand. I'm back on the bench." That's what his fucking answer was. Oh my god! Instead of being like, "I could do this every night," he said, "This is a one night stand." My guy, he scores twenty four a night. He could do twenty a night. He could score. 
but he lets up 35 at night. He literally is a fucking traffic cone on defense. And then on offense, yeah, he's a fucking fireball, dude. Just let it rip. But on, on defense, liability. An absolute liability. Whatever. You'll I don't see. want I don't wanna I don't wanna we've driven very, very far down the beaten path from the subject of this matter, which is Kyrie Irving, dude. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is in Cleveland, signs his extension. Nah, I don't want to play with LeBron. I don't want to be Robin. Get me out of here. Comes to Boston. First opportunity he gets. Gets on the mic in front of the, the 18,000 large at the TD Garden and says, no, I'm not leaving. I would love to re-sign for a max contract this summer. You know, when, when me and the team get down, I'm not going anywhere. Ups and fucks off to Brooklyn. Yeah. Pieces out. This past summer, Kyrie Irving says about a trade request, nah, I can't leave my dog KD hanging like that. I'm not leaving. Now, ups and fucks off to Dallas, forces his way out of this situation. I am willing to take all of the vaccine nonsense out of it because New York State and New York City with that little bullshit that was going on where other players could come in without it, but if you live here and play for the Nets or the Knicks, you need to have it. Right. So I'm, I'm willing to take all the vaccine nonsense out of it. Other than that, is there a least reliable guy to have on your team? Is there a less reliable teammate in the NBA? First of all, Kyrie's just going to go AWOL for his sister's birthday for a week. Remember that happened <laughs> yeah, last yeah. year? It was his sister's birthday party, right? I'm pretty no, sure it was something, it was was something it? like this. Yeah, yeah. He disappeared for like three or four games. Yeah. I got nothing for you. It's crazy. Amazing on the court. Yeah, when he plays, star. I think he's a superstar. Absolute superstar. But I just, at this point, you're saying, like, the best thing Kyrie could have done would have been to shut the fuck up. Yeah, of course. To of course. play really hard. To get to the offseason and then get his money. His issue is he wants the extra year with the bird rights. This is right a good all. move for Dallas. We'll find out. So, to answer that question, I need to ask a question. For You need to give me a time frame. This year? I, I would argue potentially yes. Because Absolutely. you know Kyrie is going to give you his absolute all for the next four or five mm -hmm. months to go earn every penny that he can get. Because he wants the four-year max, and I don't think he's really probably going to get more than two for 80-something right now, yeah. in my opinion. Yes, in the sense that you have two of the most dynamic on-ball scorers in the NBA on the team, and Luka has had no offensive help, especially since they got rid of Jalen Brunson when they could have signed Jalen Brunson for four for 55, and then they fucked that whole thing up. The Knicks were like, cool, we'll give him four for a 111, and it's worked out great for the Knicks. They lost Brunson, didn't replace any of that. Now they get Kyrie, great. Where are they also not great at, though? Center. Perimeter defense. Oh, and center. And they traded away their best, arguably two of their better perimeter defenders. I mean, Dinwiddie at least oh, tries. Yeah, 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 but yeah, Dorian yeah, yeah. Finney-Smith is the best perimeter defender on the team. They give up both of those. The pick to me, it's 2029 first-round pick, assuming you do Luka right and Luka's still on the team. That kid, first of all, that, pick, that kid's in fucking sixth grade right now. Whoever they pick is in fucking fifth or sixth grade right now. That'll probably wind up being a back end of the uh, of the first round pick, mm -hmm. you know. Assuming everything, it's not like it's, it's a net situation where Bro, they would go. They bad tried fast. to move Christian Wood, and people won't take his contract. They won't even take him. They won't even take a Christian. Uh, we're gonna give you Christian Wood. 
We want a bucket of balls back. No thanks. I'm all set. Now, what I'm worried about is that this Dallas Mavericks team has the potential to look a whole hell of a lot like Chris Paul, James Harden Rockets. Where it's fucking your turn, my turn, your turn, my Could turn. Be. They're the first and Sorry. They're the, Opinion. No, who cares? The number one and number, number two in ISO points, right? Is- yeah. Isolation possessions, isolation points. Well, the Mavericks already play a very isolated game. So, I mean, we'll see. I you think... think- Kyrie does that stupid fucking jump shot pass shit. So, here we go. Ready? He learns how to do it. Mm. How electric would that be? Ready? Best case, they get to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Worst case, Luca doesn't sign an extension. Because of that? Because Kyrie signs a two for 80, and he's like, I can't be with this fucking guy. I'm out of here. Right. Well, dude, Mark Cuban is a businessman. And what is sports? A business. No, I'm, I think it was a very good deal by Mark Cuban to get it going. Mark Cuban only makes good Did you see the update? For, That's not true. For Chris Stapps? No. Mm. We just got him there now. 20 minutes ago. Are we good on this? Yeah, I mean, the only I think... thing I was gonna say real quick because it's on Kyrie Irving. I there was a, I told you I was in the NBA subreddit today. They posted the Kyrie cycle. Starting off, I am unceremoniously traded. A team with little hope acquires me. I'm sorry, a team with title hope acquires me. I demonstrate my undeniable talent, and the last step is I torpedo an entire franchise in a new and innovative way. <laughs> That's the, cycle. That's the continuous cycle. So essentially what you were saying. So it's the cowboy cycle, but like That's good, dude. That's good. That's good. It's just Which I, it, only, it only reminded me when you were explaining the steps of what had happened to Kyrie Irving over the last while. Yeah. Like what have you seen over the last ten years from this guy as a GM or an owner to be like hundred and fifty million for this guy? Bro, Thirty years people old. People consider yeah. him one of the best bull handlers. Ever. Ever. He is. Right. Ever. On the floor, he's amazing. Yeah. He drops He drops the ball off the court all the time, dude. <laughs> he's got horrible life handles, dude. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break, right? Are we going to take a break? Or are we just no, going? we don't have to take a break. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. I didn't know. I didn't know how all we were breaking right, so this up. Wait. News? for the, the You got news? I got some, you know, a little news. Derek Carr. Is, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 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 is actually going on the, It's almost like he's a... Excuse me. It's almost like he's a free agent, the way they're treating him. Yeah. He pretty much is. Yeah. They gave him permission to go... Um, it's the Sean Watson treatment. Meet with New Orleans. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, it's the Sean Watson treatment. I am going to take it right now, live on the show, if we can. 100 smackaroos. I'm going to... I'm going to just project that he does become a Saint. Yeah, it makes sense. And the Saints win the division next year. That makes Holler if you hear a me. lot of sense with no Brady and a bad division. Can you bet can you make that bet I'm before, the, right before the Super Bowl? I don't know, I'm going to try right now. I'll tell you what, and this is just my speculation and I'm sorry I have to tell you this. It feels more and more like Aaron Rodgers is going to end up on the Raiders. Oh, it feels a lot like Jimmy G, dude. It feels a lot. I really think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up on the Big L. L He's better than fucking Zach Wilson, though. So, I mean, maybe it's not a big L. So, Um, what? We're a first round exit. Great. Here, join the fucking club. Oh, no, we won. We won a game. Oh, you know, I'm trying to remember. uh, What the fuck did I see today? Oh, uh, 15 years ago today? Or 15 years ago, I think it was yesterday. Devin Hester brought back the. Kick return to the Super Bowl for a touchdown, opening the game. 
Yeah, which was a wild Super Crazy. Bowl, dude. Crazy. Five years ago today, or no, eight years ago today, made me want to throw up, was uh, the Peyton Manning can't win the Super Bowl. That was In Oswego, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oswego, New York. Um, if we don't have any football stuff, uh, I have a little bit of UFC. Well, Brian Flores did sign today to be the yes. defensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings. Yes. Despite there was a head coaching opportunity in there for him, I believe with the Cardinals, turned it down. Really? It's another they DC job. It's another DC yeah. job and a head coaching interview that he basically pushed by the wayside, took the defensive coordinator position in Minnesota. Pro Bowls, you know, it it happened. It was what it was. I the Pro Bowl existed. To be honest. Yeah, I just. I saw the clips on social media. I Apparently, like this playing football enough. was a lot of fun. People enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I can't say much. Six point eight million viewers. It still dominated yeah, sports yeah. viewership for the weekend. Yeah, that, yeah. I the numbers that. were down like six point eight percent from last year's Pro yeah. Bowl, but still dominated the weekend in yeah, sports. I, I don't know what highest, was really going on. Highest viewed sporting event of the whole weekend, essentially, either way. <laughs> and they didn't advertise it or push it or really anything like that at all. There's like the Mannings are coaching. Oh, Did man. you see Pete Davidson? No. Pete Davidson was one of the judges for the best catch contest. Okay. And he had, like, he's holding his tablet out. Did you see this? No. He's holding his tablet out like this with the score 91 on there. And I don't know if it was uh, – couldn't have been Mina Kimes. I don't know if it was EA. It was one of the, the women that works with the NFL. And she was down there. She's like, oh, Pete, only a 91. Why so low? And he, he goes, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So you can't take it. Well, until the Super Bowl, you, you can't, can't take, take it. You can't take, take futures. But I did find out, will there be a scoragami? What the fuck is that, dude? Good question, Jack. That's a great question, I Jack. Up. I looked oh, it I up. know what it is. Yeah, go, go, you know what it is? I don't explain it as well as what they probably have written down there. No, you're thinking of something else. It's when you score it. A scheme, a team scores eight points, right? No, that's the octopus. That's the octopus. That's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. Oh, okay, then that's I why I was like, yeah, yeah. Then I might not know. Scoregami is. is: Will there be a score that's never ever occurred before in the history of the of the, of? Let me just make sure it's the Super Bowl and not football. To find the final score that has never occurred in an NFL game that's in history. Oh, a yeah. final score? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, final score. So what, like three zero? Well, that's, that's, that's happening all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't do a little better than no, that. No, something like, yeah, like no, 45, 17, or something like 69, that. 69 to 15. Yeah, something like that. So, so it's yeah. plus 2,000. Um, so, I don't even know how you can root for that. Like, what are you rooting for? Let's go weird stuff. NFL, yeah. non-NFL news, but kind of NFL news. Brady's not going to be in the booth until 2024. Next yes. Year, so he's going to take a year off, I guess, get his uh, family back. No, he's um, gonna get back and, Giselle, dude. And then and, we're gonna uh, make a movie about it called Getting Giselle. Yeah, we got eighty for Brady that just came out, so that was yeah, dude. Shout out Jane. Fonda. I didn't even know that was a thing until I heard it on the, around the NFL podcast. What do you got? So, dude, it looks like you had a picture. LeBron fucking dressed oh, his up dress, like, it was I saw. A, like a fucking funeral tonight, all blacked out. Oh, really? Looking like fucking Blade. Yeah, I saw. It's a funeral for the scoring title. He is kind of Blade looking there, dude. Yeah, yeah I might have to take him. Got fucking two and a half hours. You taking him? I might take him to take I'm it tonight. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. He's, he's the bull, he's the the Bulls away. and the Spurs. They just really fucking kicked me right between the legs last night, dude. He is dramatic, LeBron, dude. 
He's drama, dude. You think he's really gonna lose? You think he's really gonna break the record to the Thunder? You truly feel like in your heart. I hope he scores thirty. An expansion team. He's gonna break the record on instead of the Milwaukee fucking Bucks that have had history. Lying. I don't even know if he's versing the Bucks. You ready for this I one? I, I heard. What I've heard. That's a great guess by your boy, though. What I've heard is that LeBron's been working on a sky hook. Yeah, to finish it. That's what I heard. Imagine this motherfucker breaks the record with a skyhook, dude. For that would be that would be That's what I'm talking about. Dude, it's get like teabagging someone, dude. I just want to let you guys know when I said the Lakers were taking the Bucks in the next game, I was fucking making that shit up. Oh, we've been talking about this. Oh, I wasn't. You we should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so maybe I subconsciously yeah, picked yeah, up yeah. on it then. Yeah. That's they the only way saying, that fucking They're playing sense. the Bucks on Thursday. Oh, that's okay. why. Bucks on Thursday. Yeah. yeah, which is wild. It's just wild. All right, then I subconsciously fucked that up. Because Listen, it's you just gonna, heard it, forgot it. It's going to be yeah, a sky hook. Like, maybe I just guess. <laughs> it's going to be a sky hook. It's going to be. It, it, I hope. So, what do you. If he's got 34 points, dude. Right, or, well, you know, whatever it is. Say, say he gets 26 tonight and he needs 10, right? And he's got eight points. And he goes and sets up on the low block and misses a sky hook. Oh my god! Do you and go back on the next possession and try, and again. try again? Like how many? Like I just picture LeBron missing four sky hooks before he goes fuck this and punches one. Like, by the way, you could bet on uh, method. You could you you could bet on method of of LeBron's basket to break the record. Really? I think dunk is like plus six or eight hundred. Listen, I just gotta make. This because we go we're we're all forgetting this. They are thirteen out of fifteen in the West. Yeah, they're awful. They're, they're awful. So this is this is it. Check it out. See what everyone's <laughs> yeah. talking about, dude. He's wow, not breaking was, it. No, that was really good. He's not breaking it. <laughs> He's not breaking it Nicolas against Avers the Thunder. Fucking drop. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can come in Thursday and literally That's eat my words, but I have a I've funny feeling I'm not. Life, dude. Oh my god. Was the Thunder of the East, right? <laughs> no, Thunder of the West. Thunder what are we what doing? Are We're losing control here. Ahead of the Lakers. <laughs> so, Damn. what are we doing? Is, he has nothing to play for. We're already at nothing. He's like, oh, you know. I know we talked about LeBron a lot of the show, and I do want to say one more thing. Did you see what he said the other day about he wishes he could, wishes he could just go to Starbucks? Yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a regular life. Yeah, Dude's it, like, oh, like uh, you read the comments? Yeah, I, No, but I would oh, be like, hey, LeBron, God. do you wish you could pay your car payment two weeks late? Dude, that, that's what the comments were. The comments were, do you wish, like, do you wish, to? He's like, you, the, you wish the electric were, would get turned off in your house? Because your fucking check bounced? The comments were, oh, oh, he thinks we go to Target for fun. <laughs> Oh, oh, he thinks we he thinks we go to Target because we want to. That's like I'm like, I just wish I could not get home from work every day and immediately go back to work. Like, like what are we like, talking about? Like, like oh I wish just to not have to work a second job just to pay comments. my bills Guys, days like late. I'd give up a hundred he goes, I'd give up going to Target once a month for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. He's like, but I mean, who's counting? Like, what the fuck, dude? Don't say shit like that, dude. So just everywhere you go. Nobody cares. I got news for you, LeBron. If you were just LeBron James, the used car salesman, but you were still 6'8", 280, you're still getting looks, pal. Yeah, like people are still They're gonna... just going to be like, look at this guy. Did you play ball, ball at your knee? Yeah, it's always the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work like... out. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you're still gonna get looks and talk to if you're fucking six foot nine, two eighty, dude. Bro, he's it's not a normal sized man. Dick sporting goods. He's like, I just like the comment. Oh, oh, <laughs> he actually thinks we want to go to Target. He actually thinks that I want to shop there. And fucking during the Cowboys survive. game. Yeah. yeah. Things like, oh, I, okay. Just making sure. There's a major Bobby, disconnect. Wish you could go to a fucking Waffle House. Like, what are we doing? Like, insane, dude. So, uh, we'll just do a little follow up from Jack's point that he made on Thursday. Bo Horvat has signed a long term extension with the New York Islanders. Mm-hmm. You're an Islanders guy. We were talking about it a little bit on Thursday, but, mm-hmm. um, eight years, dude. Is it eight years? Mm-hmm. We, um, you know, I'm not plugged into hockey the way I was three, four years ago. Right. So I don't know if you might have had some more insight on it. Less From what we gathered, he's a he's a point scorer. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You know? He's a they need he's a number two star. He's a he's they now they lined up him and Barzell. So now you got two guys to build around and you got a goalie who's potentially generational. Right? So you gotta sign him. You gotta sign Sororkin. And if you do but you got some pieces there. But a lot of guys are getting older, and you got to figure it out because the window's basically, I mean, I guess this reopened it slightly, but it's it's closing fast. And they're only a couple of points outside of the last wild card spot right now. Yeah, or, they, they or, had, they, or Thursday, I don't know whether they right had now. an atrocious last month. So now they're trying to figure it out. And, just, you know, and they made a lot of mistakes over the last couple of years, and they really, really had a window three years ago where I was like, oh, shit, they can run the table here on a cup or two. And now it looks like the Rangers have opened up a window. But even them this year. The Rangers look so... They still look young. They, they look are young, dead. but... They're very young. But last year they were young. So, like, at, at some point, you gotta... You gotta. You can't just say, we're young forever, we're young forever, we're young forever. No, I, you know what I mean? No, but I think you know what I'm saying. But they still look like... Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, 100%. And it's like... You know what fucked me up? We were talking about the Rangers on Thursday. You said Chris Kreider's the longest-tenured member of the team. And I was like, I remember when he, when he fucking up. played in the Frozen Four and, and then out. immediately came to the Rangers and made that playoff run. Yeah. Like, as but, a rookie. Yeah, in hockey, you could do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, Bo's cool. I mean. Did you guys see the, the hit that the yes. defender, the multiple hits that he laid? No, but the big Calgary one, dude. Calgary. Did you see it last night? Put Nazim Kadri on his head, on his ass, and then put his hat in the ceiling. Speaking of hits, and and I know we we touched on this and then left it already. The fucking the first year the Pro Bowl plays flag football and we get right. the biggest hit in mm-hmm. the history of the Pro Bowl, dude. Tyreek Hill getting leveled in the end zone by Jalen Ramsey. Absolutely. By electrifying. the way, I didn't see it. you didn't see it. No. Devonta Adams is running with the ball at like the three, and I don't know what the clock situation was, but he obviously won its flag football. Who gives a fuck? Two, he, I don't think he wanted to get tackled in bounds. So Tyreek's running behind him. So he flips it to Tyreek at like the two. And as Tyreek's stepping over the pylon, Jalen Ramsey just levels him out of bounds, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. full contact. Like shove or like no, hits? Like forearm, shoulder. Oh, God. Dude. Extend. I can't find this thing. Imagine Tyreek makes his fucking training camp now. Jerry Lawler hospitalized for stroke. No, yeah, I know. No, he did. He did it, but Miles Garrett did dislocate a toe at the Pro Bowl games. It's the only injury to come out of the Pro Bowls. Did he even fucking play in the flag football? No, he was probably in in the move the chains thing. I'm sure he took place. The move the chains things was pretty cool. I watched none of it. So no, I didn't. Okay, I didn't say I watched. It's like they had they had to like pull like a a weighted sled with chain, you know, a chain deal. Pull. My like God, a relay race, you know. We had to get the line, the fat guys involved somehow. Right. It was like yeah, an obstacle course. 
a team obstacle. This was a accuracy thing. Like it was a fucking truck. Yeah, and then after that, there's flames from Derek Carr. They come up to whoever, whoever it was. He they were doing like the pro passer thing with all the targets, and he lit it up. And then who I don't remember who the guy was on the stick, but he came over to him. He he said, "Uh, uh, Derek Carr, have you ever been this on fire in Vegas before?" And Derek Carr goes, uh, nah, probably not. That's why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> no, yeah. He goes, no, I haven't. If I had been, I probably wouldn't man, be going somewhere else. Fuck yeah. It's great. But, but yes, I did wanted to touch on this at the end after we got all of the... Because I knew we were going to go long on Kyrie and Ja. Jerry the King Waller had a stroke. Oh, shit. Was, really? Was found face down in the parking lot of his, I guess, complex. Holy oh, shit. They brought him you know, blockage to the right side of his brain. He's awake now in the hospital, but he has no feeling on the right side of his body. And he's last I heard, he's not talking still. This is at least his second stroke, right? Yeah. Because he had the stroke on Monday Night Raw. On like, Raw? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was years like he, yeah, like years ago. There was like him and, him and fucking Cole in the booth. And he oh, started shit. stroking out and Michael Cole like talked him, you know, the consummate professional Michael Cole talked him out of it. They went to commercial. Then when they came back, Cole's in the booth alone, and he's, you know, somber, like, oh, right. Jerry the King Waller just had a medical event. He's been rushed to the hospital. We'll get you an update as soon as we can. And it was very, very pre- uh, prevalent, very early, immediately, that this was not kayfabe, not storyline. Right. They want to do something like this with Jerry the King. So God bless Jerry. You know, I was just thinking how great it, we just saw him on Raw S30. They had him on on Raw S30, mm-hmm. call a couple of matches. And now this is at least the second stroke, getting up there in age. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're pulling for you. We can't have another one, Jerry. You gotta hold on. Right. We can't. We can't suffer another, another loss. So, may God be with Jerry the King Waller and his family, in this time. Hopefully, he has as good of a recovery as you can. I mean, you know, who knows how long he had no brain uh, oxygen to the brain, no blood to the brain. This was today. A couple hours ago. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I want to. I want to be able to watch the whole segment. Dude, it was it was fire. Fire, was dude. Fire. fire. I thought it was. I yeah. it was pretty good. Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes, cutting promos on each other. <laughs> Heyman was like, "You were Dusty's favorite son, but Roman Reigns is the son Dusty always wanted." Oh shit! <laughs> and then just goes like this and flicks the mic and drops it, and Cody's like, "It was good, dude." Paul Heyman's the greatest shit. mind in pro wrestling. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Also disowned that fucking juggernaut, that Paul Juggernaut. Oh, JBL and Baron yeah. Juggernaut, he calls him. Baron Corbin. <laughs> JBL said, you're no good. Really? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch any yeah, of Monero. Yeah. Oh, to, to Baron Corbin? Yeah, JBL said, shoe. you know, you're done. Shoe. Really? Shoe fly, get away from me. That was yeah. quick. Well, I mean, it wasn't working. And it's weird because this is like four or five cracks at it that Baron Corbin, they want Baron Corbin to work so bad, dude. Well, whatever. Okay, so tonight the Lakers have credentials from more than 200 media members. Oh, my God. And there are high school teammates. High school teammates, his mother. Is the game in L.A. or OKC? L.A. (laughs) But Thursday's also in L.A., bro. LeBron's got the money to leave him out there for multiple days. And? You trying to talk me out of it? Maybe I'll bet it tomorrow, too. Yeah, bet it tomorrow, minus 300. When he scores 35 tonight. Yeah, dude. Whatever, I I'll, bet, I'll bet fucking... Can I ask you something, Brian? 
Volk? Volk. Or Islam? Dude, I want Volk so bad. But these daddy Sammy guys, man, they just fucking... So who, what's the, what is your, Everybody what is the bet, what is your prediction? Don't even, I'm not saying betting lines, I'm saying. Oh man, I, I really don't. I know Volk came in as the underdog. Um, I really want Volk to win. I think he's sick. Uh, the height difference is immense, though. The the weight jump is immense. And like I said, these guys from Dagestan, dude, they fucking... Is this a super fight or is this a... Oh, yeah. I just... yeah well, Volk's going up a weight class. This is the first uh, time the pound for pound one is fighting the pound for pound two. Right. So it is a very big fight. Um, prediction, I really don't even know. I'm so 50-50 on it. Still. I got Volk. Personally, I want Volk to win. Yeah, personally, I want Volk, so I I'm going Volk. Volk. When is this fight um, on Saturday? This Saturday, Saturday. Right? The, the card, to be honest, really isn't that great. Um, I, UFC kind of does this every year, though. The beginning of the year always feels slow. And then once March comes and football's kind of out of the picture, it yeah. seems like it picks up. It's, I mean, that's um, kind of smart, you know. Outside of the Islam fight, a lot of this card is kind of is what it is. I mean, Josh Emmett and Yar Rodriguez is going to be a sick fight. Is that interim? That's no. the main event. That's not for a title or anything. Um. But other than that, the card you got Jimmy Crute, Alonzo Menfield, Justin Taffa, Parker Porter, Jack Della Mandela, and Randy Brown. So outside of like outside the Islam, Volk, Yair, and Emmett, I mean you have to remember this was the Jiri card. Originally. Right, 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 right. So right. that was a the co main event originally was to be supposed to be Volk and Islam. So it kind of just turned into this. Dana is currently getting dragged, at least on MMA Twitter, <clears throat> for not promoting this pay-per-view enough. Um, and I kind of agree, because I feel like if I wasn't solely on MMA Twitter, I wouldn't even know this was... This should have been a world tour. Um, I mean, it even says what you just said. You were like, is this Saturday? So, and I think a we lot should of... should have been a world tour. Who, who else is on this fight? It's, no, the card's... The weak. card's not great, not great to but... be fair, but there's just no promo for it. Like, um... A lot but isn't more... it in, in uh, Australia I... or London? It's in London, I'm pretty sure. Let me just... Oh, wait, no, maybe thought... not. I thought when you had texted us, you were saying that he was getting dragged for not. No, I knew. You, yeah, I realized you had. For you, not it's promoting Chandler. So no, he was getting dragged. dragged for the no, like you said, that'll promote itself. But no, he's getting dragged because two two eighty four is not getting uh not getting enough promotion. Um, but it may be in the international market. We don't know right. how what. All... But the big the big thing they're being critical about him is his power slap. Power slap is. Literally everywhere. You can't get away from it. Power Slap is so funny. 284. Have you watched Power Slap? Oh, it's so funny, dude. Outside of the Volk fight, there's really not much else to it. Um, The only other UFC news I really have is obviously Chandler and McGregor. We're just waiting on a date. Which is great. But Which that'll be at the end of the Ultimate Fighter, though. Yeah, they got time. They're going to be... It's probably going to be the end of the year. Um, Yeah, they're both going to be the Ultimate Fighter coaches, which is so good for them because I feel like a lot of people are going to tune in strictly because it's McGregor and Chandler. Um, Chandler can do no wrong. Uh, he right. can. The guy can do no fucking wrong. Right. He's. It, it shows if you just take every hard fight, people love you. And he's a hype machine. He's great on the mic. He gets you know. He gets hype. He gets on the mic. He's screaming. He's legitimately cutting promos. Like, I just feel like Michael Chandler has been more of an experience for the UFC than it has really been anything else. Do you know what I'm? Oh yeah. Kind of saying like, if if McGregor doesn't win this fight though, it's over. I don't think McGregor will win. I think Chandler I will yeah. smoke him. I think Chandler might smoke him. The the big concern right now is Right now I got McGregor by KO. What's the No. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, no. We got time. I think, depending on how this goes, if McGregor hasn't really worked on any of his wrestling, um, I think Chandler's just going to rag it all into the ground. That's just going to be what it is, honestly. I don't think Chandler's... That, I don't think... I think he could. I don't think he will. Because I think he wants to just fucking fight. I think he just wants to stand and bang. That's his problem. So, we'll see. I am going off of my prediction. on Connor. We always talk about ring rust and shit, but these last three fights that Connor's been in, I mean, he beat up Cerrone, and that was great, but... Oh, yeah, that's fake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was versing dogs, guys who've been in the mix and been in in the fights for the last Cerrone like, never year or needed, so. like he never needed the Cerrone fight, but I guess he took it. I mean, whatever. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Like you come and you that's his you, come. That was his comeback. That was fight. his comeback, and then you yeah. take Poirier twice, and you know you see how that goes. Do you see what Dustin said? Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm great. saying it. So great about so about the what? Ultimate Fighter. That one? Oh no, no. Are you talking about the Ultimate Fighter? I'm talking about the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, I didn't see that. He retweeted the Ultimate Fighter advertisement. Oh my, ch- my children! All my children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is really fucking good, honestly. No, no. I they asked him, uh, who would you take, Chandler or McGregor? Like, who do you think will win the fight? And this is what what he said yeah, in the three yeah. minute clip is why I say Connor by knockout because he said because he said he said Connor by knockout. He said because Chandler just gets hit too much. He said Chandler leaves himself open to get hit and then deliver. He said, and McGregor, his reach is way further than you think it is. And he punches way faster than you think he's going to punch. And it's way stronger than you think it's going to be. So he said, if old McGregor comes back, like the same punching power, same speed, same everything, he'll probably finish Chandler. If it's a shell of himself, then yeah, Chandler finishes him. But he said, Chandler's going to put his head down and run towards McGregor. And if McGregor is the sniper he used to be, he's putting him down. But I mean... Where is the commitment level right. for Connor? That's right. always That's what gonna it's going to be. be. Now, I don't blame him because, well, maybe maybe being on the Ultimate Fighter might be good for him. I think get back teaching. He wrote that whole big thing, Connor, about how he's super excited to get back to his roots right. and. Be around a bunch hungry of young, fighters. Hungry kids. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think, you know. No, and that's kind of what I was alluding to, too, because I remember him saying that you need to be in the mix, it seems like. And I've never <laughs> fought. I'm not in the fight game. But it does seem like it's not a sport where you can take so much no, time yeah. off. And it's just in the and only be, thing that you know, stops him is his accent. If he didn't have an accent. McGregor? Yeah. What? Listen, if he didn't have an accent. He would have already had his last fight in the UFC. Oh, and he would I was about al- to say, I, I thought you were saying the opposite. No, no, no. And he would have already been a superstar in movies. He has the. He already would have been acting uh, I think, I don't think on American good. soil. That's did, my opinion. He did a very good job of marketing himself and really like putting himself in all facets of business. No, 100%. Of his, 100%. Like, shit. WWE, is WWE is not UFC. WWE is not UFC, but... Roman Reigns is about to make that transat that transition. He's right. going to. The Rock did. Cena did. Like these guys, and I say McGregor was on that level, like of just like above it all, just right. above Superstar, it all. Just and Batista even did it. And Batista really wasn't those Batista's levels, right? right. <laughs> but it's but it's because and this is just how it right, is. But it's the same idea. You don't but, see yeah. very many, uh, or the actors from England that you see. They, I mean, they've been born into it and they've been able to change their accent like I mean, Americanize their accent Brit- Brit- British actors are 10 times better than American actors in my opinion no 100% they, act they all well, for, they're all fucking Shakespeare trained they right. all they all train on the stage you know which no. a lot of American actors do too 100% but, but you all of them like how how many X-Men movies did you see how many of these Wolverine movies did you see did you know 
that he can sing, that he's a broad, that he's a musical. Yeah, dude. The Hugh Jackman came. Yeah, but I'm saying before this, like he's coming through doing all these oh, no, badass roles. The Greatest Showman. Before, yeah, after the Greatest Showman, it's like yeah, obviously, but all of them. Tom Hardy. Um, who's the Peaky Blinder guy? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, he's awesome too. Yeah, His name's best. with a C. Yes, yeah. I think it's uh, someone like Siren. I think it is. He was in Twenty Eight Days Later. The too. fuck is his name? I could pull it up. Give me a second. Before we get too far off the UFC, is Khabib a Dagestanian or is he Dagestan? Dagestan. Cillian Murphy. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Killian. Killian Murphy. Yeah. So, Love Killian Murphy. Khabib runs through his ca- his own camp, his own fighting camp. Andrew Garfield. Shit like that, right? Andrew Garfield. Like Spider Man, Andrew Garfield. He's British. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Okay, exactly. Khabib runs fighting camp. He's a trainer now at this point. He took over his daddy's gym. Whole federation, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He does the both. Islamikayev is in that circle. No, he's Swedish. He's Swedish. Yeah. Who's the? No, you're thinking of the other. No, that's Makachev. Who you're thinking of? Okay. That's who's fighting on Saturday. That's. I thought that's what I said. That's what he tried. No. No, no, no. He tried to say Makachev, but he said Makaset Makakaev okay. or something. You are right then. Sorry, I thought you were trying to say No, ha- Hamza, Hamza Kamaev, right? Is who you're talking about. No, he's on. That's who you're, you're talking, talking about. You're talking about Hamza. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Go ahead. So, inside of Khabib's camps, it is run like a military. Like, you are, they are standing in line, and they are, he tells you what you're going to do, and they are all in line. Like, they run to yeah. do their job. And apparently, if you are tired or you look tired, Khabib will take your phone and you are not allowed to have your phone till the next day. Like, he treats it like it is. Yeah. Sambo is a military art. Like, it's a military wrestling art. It's derived from, like, that sort of thing. That's what it is. Yeah. That's why why it is that way. Like... No, but you're right. That's and that's why these guys are coming out fucking killers like this. <laughs> that's why they're fucking being bred into a military camp again. They're right. shit taken from them. That's why they're 88. No, dude. They don't because if win. they don't win, they're not eating dinner. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think it's wild that that uh that Hezbollah is Dagestanian as well. Yeah. 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 That whole little that whole little section got a serious pop once they all got to like the UFC and oh my God, yeah. Khabib's yeah, once legitimately Khabib, probably like a multimillionaire once the once probably converted. Once Khabib fucking there, like just started ragdolling people left and right. Right. Did you it wasn't that, that right? it was the ragdolling of Conor McGregor that was like No, nah, he was ragdolling everyone though. No, but when he did that it was like and then the fucking hats. At the Conor McGregor fight, the fucking hats were all over the place. He was already over as fuck when he fought McGregor. Yeah, but he never needed to fight again after McGregor. Well, yeah. Right, right. Forget over, because dollars and cents. When he fought McGregor and he signed that contract, he was like, I'm about to make the easiest money I've ever made in my life. You're putting me up against someone who literally cannot wrestle, and all I do is wrestle. Right. Like, and who is going to crush a massive gate. Like, Connor's always going to yeah, draw a right. huge gate. And he was walking into those pressers, drugged up and, and high and fucking... better was if Khabib's English was a little bit better at that time. Like where it is now. Where you could hear him like fucking shit talking. Connor was just talking over him. Yeah, but Connor was drunk. You just saw it. You could tell. But, you know, it's hard in the shit talking competition when you don't speak (laughs) English. Yeah, you can fucking better believe it. Talk about that. Yeah, but that's that's like part of Khabib's whole thing, though. It's just like, it does not matter. I break face. But I'm saying now, like, if you hear him speak English now, he speaks way better English than he did when he was, like, fighting. Khabib. Khabib is a face turn. He was a heel, and he and he turned face yeah. right in front of our eyes. Right, guy. Every he's everybody loves that guy right now. Connor turned heel right in front of our eyes. <laughs> Literally, 
They just that was it. Double with turn. The hand truck. Double dude. turn at UFC. Nah, Connor. Yeah, Connor turned heel with the hand truck. Yeah, on, what, what UFC was that in Brooklyn? That was the where double turn, the dude. That was the one we went to. No, that was no, 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 no. That the was one where he threw the, the chair through the. I mean, the. No, the, dude, he wasn't even supposed to be there. He wasn't on the card. He just no, showed he up and threw a Khabib, hand truck. Khabib slapped, slapped him in the face, and that's like Connor's boy or whatever. So he showed up with a hand truck and threw a fucking hand truck through the fucking thing. Oh, fucked up Mike Chesia and the whole night. No, Ray Borg. Fucked up Ray Borg. Fucked up a lot of people. his eye. No, Ray Borg like got. Ray Borg like, like Ray Borg almost had to retire. Yeah, but yeah, but. Michael Chazza got caught too, right? Michael yeah. Chazza got fucked yeah, up I think too, they yeah. both put civil suits against yeah, him. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? Yeah. Fuck it. I'll tell you right now, though, it did, you know, that action did save me a couple of hundred bucks. Because we were going, and it, when that action happened, I think it was. Did I it was that? never going, but he was going. I'll tell yeah. you right now, that, 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 that changed the main event? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah twice yeah, yeah. over. That action cost me a couple hundred bucks. You're right. Yeah, well, just keep going, dude. No, the Mets right. wanted to pick that up. Yeah, I farted. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> not. after I fucking edit them, dude. Oh, the <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you. I'm not the only one. Nah, dude. There was I'm a, telling you. There's a, there's, there's a fart and then there's a small earthquake. That's what I thought. I thought... I just grabbed grab my seat. I got nervous. Bro, I thought there was a storm coming. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Bro, it wasn't cloudy there. What the fuck's My man just thundered inside him, but whatever. It's okay. I do too. Yeah, the exact opposite of what he did, save a couple hundred, cost me a couple hundred. I yeah. bought the tickets before the main event was changed. And that was when it was Ferguson. Khabib. Ferguson Khabib, and then yeah. it ended up being... Uh, I like Quinta Khabib. Mm-hmm. Which... But was it? It was Max Khabib, then Ferguson Khabib, then Ally Quinta Khabib, yep. right? Max, no, it was like, Ferguson, Ferguson, then, then Holloway, because Holloway, Holloway could have cut the weight. Yeah, Holloway was he on tried. camera, like passing out. And yeah, they were like, "No, dude." He tried. And he ironically tried. enough, Bing was like, "Yo, are you okay?" And Holloway's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." <laughs> ironically and he, enough, he was like, "He's done. He's not fighting." <laughs> ironically enough, that was one of the best performances we've seen against Khabib when he was at the top of the mountain like that. Well, was I think Ally a big thing of that was fight. Khabib wasn't wrestling. For at least the first couple rounds, he was trying to throw some hands. Yeah, it wasn't even. Well, yeah, but even like Al, he tried to scoop a couple of ankles, and Al was just. Plus, able I'm to sure get Al knew he had to fight for his fucking life. So yeah, yeah. I don't think he was ever in danger. Ever. No, I don't think so either. When I wa- when you watched uh, Habib versus Gagey, Gagey wow. looked like not even a UFC fighter. He right. looked like me, I, like a normal civilian in there, oh, just yeah, run incredible. right. Hundred percent running yeah. for his life. Like, where the fuck's if going you ever on? Here? Watch, it's like an animal. If in you the ever cage, want to know like... the epitome of of Khabib, you have to watch the. Uh, was it Jacare Souza? Yes, I think so. Pinned yeah. up against the cage. No, that's uh, Michael no. Michael uh, Michael Johnson. You have to give yes. up. Yes, yes, it was Michael Johnson. No, not Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson was when he's beating him up. Saying and he's saying you have to quit. Yeah. Jacare Souza was the ones whose hands were behind his back, up against the cage. And Khabib's just punched him in the face, and he's looking up at the ref like, I can't do anything about this. And he just kept punching him, and he's just looking at him. He's like, there's nothing I can do. And then eventually just turned him over and beat him up. Like, it was just this thousand-yard stare of, like, I'm never going to get away from this. <laughs> like, and that was that was Khabib. So, so was part. I, I, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. Sean Gilgis Alexander has arrived to the game in the exact opposite of what LeBron has oh, anticipated, <laughs> dude. No. Fucking goofy fucking shoes. My man's got Jinkos on, oversized Jordans, it looks like. Slippers, dude. No, those are huge slippers. Yeah, they're huge slippers. A white tee, a chain, and a, uh, looks like a brown faux leather jacket. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Dude, it's looking like Chris Paul. Anything, uh, 
Oh, that was, I guess, worth bringing up, even though we're way past it. The Suns offered Chris Paul plus something. Jay Crowder. For, yeah, plus Jay Crowder, plus picks. For I mean, that Curry. was a way better baggage than... Well, <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> we busted Sean Marks up, but I the, the reports are that he said anywhere but the Lakers, and he denied, he declined both of the Lakers' picks mm. for Kyrie because he wasn't going to let Kyrie get what he wanted. No, the owner of the Nets. Oh, All right, Joe Sy. Yeah. Right, that was Sy. Yeah. All right, anything else? So, a little, little oh. quick New York football thing here. I got something on Daniel Jones. Go ahead. Oh, yes, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No quarterback has ever Oh, no, this is not what I saw. 18.3 fantasy points per game with only 15 passing touchdowns kill in 16 me. games. You can kill me. <laughs> Dude. Take Mahomes' total passing touchdown number to Jones's current, and he averages 28.1 fantasy points per game. That would tie him as the highest fantasy QB scorer of all time next to Lamar Jackson in 2019. That's interesting. Um, Could have, would have, should have. The price tag for Daniel Jones is expected yeah, hold to on. be... Hold on. I got it because I read it on Reddit and it made me throw up in my mouth. <laughs> the appropriate figure for Daniel Jones is believed to be somewhere between 35 and $37 million per year. I don't... Per year, dude. I don't want to be the told you so guy. <laughs> Can I tell you that the top I comment? Told you so, the top dude. comment on this, at least it was before. Yeah, top comment. Meanwhile, R slash Detroit Lions thinks that Goff is going to resign for thirty million a year. LOL. The I second have... comment. I know this sounds obvious, but Jesus tap dancing Christ. What the fuck is going on <laughs> in this quarterback market? Sorry, <laughs> caps going up sixteen million next year. Put it all down on quarterbacks. So doesn't that make you a little sick? He looks like it's the first time he heard it. No, it's full sick, but what are you going to do? The first time I heard it was right before I came here, and I was like, I got to save this. What are you going to do? Once he said Daniel Jones, I was like, oh, that feeling's back. (laughs) (laughs) That horrible horrible feeling's back. Why do I feel anxious? Is it hot in here? Are you guys warm? (laughs) I I have now found the shoes that we could not describe that Shari Gilgis Alexander was wearing. Mm. Is a pair of big fuck off Clifford red boots. They look like fucking like something from Elf. Do they look comfortable? Oh no, they don't look comfortable. Yeah. They look like oversized rain. It looks like it's raining outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, so this is what we'll end on. Sean Payton in his first, I guess we'll call it media availability. Post, yeah. With Post um with the media, somebody brought up the uh, whole situation with Russell Wilson's personal coaches coming and going as they yeah. please in the building. And Sean Payton said, uh, that whole idea is foreign to me. Uh, that, won't, that won't be going on here. So potentially already a bad situation getting worse for Russell Wilson. I got a feeling in about six, seven months' time, we're going to be playing the Is Russ Cooked game all over again. I hope not. And but that'll be the end of it. Yeah. That'll be the end of that. If, if we're talking about this by week eight next year. It really won't, though, because like m- we said a million times. Tremendously fall from Tremendous fall from I mean, still locked up. They should be potentially like drafting a QB. No, I, I can't even say it. I can't even say I can't even say it. I was gonna say that with Peyton they should be a, like a potential playoff team, but like this just defense. A hard, they're, no, it's the division. The they're in the yeah, they, yeah, they're just not that's, that's Bro, if Rogers goes there, the division the is fourth, worth two. They're the fourth place Christ, team. Can you imagine? They're the fourth place team if Rogers goes there. Like there's you know we what I mean? That division next year too, the Giants. We well, so do the so does everybody else in our division. Right. So it's we fine. Still, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the AFC East too. 
coming for, for coming for you. Hopefully, even versus Jimmy Garoppolo, Dexter Lawrence against Jimmy Garoppolo. Hopefully, Dexter Lawrence. Elijah Vera Tucker is gonna punch that little boy right <laughs> in his mouth, dude. So you weren't it. you weren't here when we were talking about next year when the Giants play the Jets. I know. Right? I said we didn't even healthy. We don't even know if he's going to ah, come back. It's a tricep. He'll be fine. It's a tricep. It's not a knee or an ankle or something. This is how we'll end it. You weren't here on Thursday when we like actually broke down the conference championship games. We were talking about Jalen Hurts and our opinions of Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. Uh, most of them, I mean, Jack obviously is fighting for him, but me and Brian were pretty much against him, saying he's he's above average, slightly above average at best. And what I called Jalen Hurts was like he, you know, he's a cute little guy. Okay. I said he's, <laughs> you know, he's a cute little quarterback. I'm listening. Right? I we all the things that we said on the show we had said on Sunday basically watching the game that like none of these balls go further than five yards downfield all of that stuff you know mm-hmm. I just thought you should know that's mm-hmm. all because you I figured you would bring it up when we talked about the about game and you didn't because it's just so far past it and it was such fair a enough you know what no, I mean? no fair enough but a hundred percent discussion on Thursday a hundred percent yeah Jack got stats out yeah Jack was yelling why you like you think he's good he likes Jalen Hurts yeah I think Jalen Hurts is a little bit more than a cute little quarterback dude. And I see it kind of in the medium. I think Jalen Hurts is good enough to get the Eagles to where they have to be, but the Eagles are just such a balanced team. Bro, nobody wanted Jalen Hurts in college. And I said he's RG3. That's fucking great, dude. They have, I think, the number one ranked offense is Patty. Yeah, that's great. It takes more than just a fucking quarterback to have a ranked <laughs> offense. That, that's cute, dude. I, no, now it's cute. Now it's cute. So you're going to tell me right now that Joe, that, I'm sorry, that Jalen Hurts is a top three quarterback in the NFL. No, but I would Four. Argue, no. Five. Yeah. Really? No, no, <laughs> no. Go ahead, yes. go ahead. Well, let's close out the show by you doing it, because I'll do it, and you'll be like, "You're disgusting." You probably want to throw up on me, but here we go. Do it. I'll I'll go through the list of quarterbacks better than Jalen Hurts as it stands right now today. Okay. Fran Tarkenton. <laughs> Josh I'll Allen. Throw up right now. Josh Allen. Because watch how quickly you get to five. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. No. Absolutely. Oh, no way, dude. Trevor oh. Lawrence. No. Trevor Lawrence. No. Yep. What, tell me when you disagree, Jim. Patrick Mahomes. I'll Herbert. I'll give you three. Herbert. Four. I won't, I'm not going to say Daniel Jones. <laughs> You best not, dude. Tom Brady. Hey, what the fuck's going I, on? I didn't, well, I'm, I didn't count him. He's you counting players this no, season. I, I, We're talking I, I, about the season. No, I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, Aaron Rodgers. That's what I was going to say. All right, all right, you got the five. I'm at eight right now. Dak right, Prescott. I'll give you five. Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. No, no. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey no. Lance. Two Atonga Viola. Mac Jones. I thought no. about it. Really? I thought about it. I thought about stirring the fucking pot. And saying that, Chris Strebler. <laughs> they play the same fucking game. They both don't throw the ball above the line of scrimmage, bro. AJ, Bra- it's it is what it is. Jalen Hurts was picked one in the draft. I don't, uh, number two, right? No, no. Second round. Second round. Which means what? No fifth year option. And he's in year what? This will be four coming up. Going into year four. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in, he's gonna ask for eighty billion. He's coming to the end of year three, which means he's now he's eligible for an extension this year. Mm-hmm. But if not, he's only under control for one more year. 
Some of the pieces got to go. Money's got to get redistributed. We're not. This is the peak of Jalen Hurts' powers right here. You talk about when we talked about Burrow last unless, year. Unless you're this planning is the peak on of losing AJ, uh, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith because you're going to have to resign Devontae Smith. Number one offensive line, number one defensive line, defensive backfield. Pieces are going to have to be missed to redirect the money to Jalen Hurts. That's all I got to say. We're good? I'm good. We're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi De Dinero, Stay Thirsty Company, Dino Skate Park, and Justin's Chop Shop, brand new location, 71 Sunset Ave, West Hampton Beach, New York. Peace out. Stay tuned. P.S. Chris Mandor Russo is a cop.